0: Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and recently, my son Drake said I need new intro music. So let's do this. Hey, Dad, how about some college questions? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right. We are live with our latest episode of college questions. Thank you guys so much for listening in. I really appreciate it. You also could do something for me. If you are enjoying the podcast, I would love for you to whatever platform you're utilizing to listen to it. Go ahead and give it a rating. Uh, If you can even give it a a short description of what you like about it, you never know how God will use that. Someone who's searching for truth or questions that they want to know answers to, they could see something you write and that could encourage them to listen and so, just want to pray and ask that you would do that. That would really help us out. And I would really appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited about today's episode. I'm excited about our guest. The question is how do I deal with anger? I think this is one that we all can relate to. I think it's one that's going to be a great conversation. It's something that we got to talk about. And so, um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also excited about our guest with us today. This man uh, currently serves as a missions consultant to the College and Young Leaders Team with the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. He was a BCM minister here in our state for nearly 35 years, the majority of those serving up at the University of Arkansas, and I've had the privilege of getting to know him over the last few years since guys brought me back to Russellville, and so I have a lot of respect for him, and I'm excited uh, to hear his wisdom on this topic, but I want to help uh, welcome him to the podcast Mr. Lynn Lloyd, Lynn, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Today.
1: Uh, thank you, Justin. I'm I'm excited, and uh, hopefully, um, together we can share some wisdom.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. I'm I'm uh, I'm in on it. That's one thing I've enjoyed about the podcast is you know I just just listening and learning myself. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, These are fun discussions, and and I appreciate um, you. You know, I, I gave you a couple options. You're like, let's do this one, and so uh, a maybe maybe it's fair to ask before we ask. How do I deal with anger? What was it about this topic that got you excited to talk about? What, why, what led you and, and drew you to, to explore this one?
1: Yeah, and uh, like so many things, you know, how God God works, um, I, I think probably recently have just been struggling with this uh, area of my own life. Mm. And so in kind of reflecting and thinking about and, and uh, just asking the Lord, uh, for help, um, mm. I thought, well, if, if we really want to be vulnerable mm. <laughs> on this podcast, and mm. uh, uh, for me, talking about man, this is where I'm at. I thought, uh, this, as, as uh, hard as this is mm. to be this honest uh, and vulnerable, uh, man, it, and because of COVID, I think, mm. uh, there have been some things that have surfaced in my life, and I thought, man. Dealing with anger has been just one of those issues I've struggled with. I think lately, and I thought, well, I could use some help. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's do it. You know, I
0: really appreciate that because so many times, you know, I I hope our listeners understand. You know, I don't, I don't think. um, I hope people hear us with the answers to these questions. Is is not at all us saying, "Hey, here we've got it figured out." Right. It's more of this is where I'm at in the journey. Yeah. And I think what you're speaking to, and what I love about this podcast is, is, is we're all in the journey of learning more. Uh-huh. And I think you're onto something really wise, which is I think we learn best when we're willing to admit, "Hey, I need to learn some things in this area." And how many times do we walk around and we don't want to acknowledge those weaknesses yeah. or those growth areas, if we want to call them that, those things that maybe the spirit's been acknowledging and showing us, "Hey, this is going on," and we're we're stiff arming it and saying, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. So I, I really value and appreciate your honesty to say, Hey, listen, actually, this is something I'm dealing with mm-hmm. and thought what better thing to talk about than this.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you the, uh, uh, there, there was a time when I thought, well, man, I've, I've got a handle on this. And I, mm-hmm. I think part of, um, especially for guys, Because I think for guys, we can hide this part of our life pretty easy. Mm. Uh, We don't. uh, I think uh, the the women in our lives uh, have a better handle on emotions than we do. Mm. Uh, But for me, when, when my wife even asked me to describe how I'm feeling, I'm going well, either I'm happy or I'm sad or, and then I know when I'm angry. And that's mm, about the that's the that's total it. scope of my emotions, you know? Uh, so I think they've probably got, a, I know they've got a much bigger handle on their emotions. And so anger for me also, knowing as a believer that uh, anger can be a sin, it's, I, I really try to hide. That's one of those things sometimes mm. I try to hide. Yeah. Uh, I don't want people to know, uh, or shed light on my image that, uh, man, there's a, there's an angry person there. So I'm pretty good at, at hiding that, those underlying emotions too, and being just stoic.
0: You mentioned, you know, Hey, there's a time when it's, um, when it's sin, which kind of implies mm-hmm. that, that maybe, maybe there's a time when it's not, is it okay to be angry mm-hmm. is a fair question. And I want to get into that, but I also want to ask you, man, what are some things, if you don't mind sharing, just, mm-hmm that were happening in your life because to your point so many times it can be hidden we can Mm -hmm. not want to acknowledge it what was happening to help you see that in your life and say okay this is an issue and i've got to grow in this yeah is it okay to ask you that
1: oh my yes (laughs) uh the um you know i i had um of course as a growing up and kind of going through discipleship uh you know had uh, knew several things uh, that I was learning about you know how to handle conflict and uh, as a believer and those kind of things that we learn from scripture. But um, I, I didn't realize, Justin, how angry under the surface I was mm. uh, until um, I was doing a Bible study, a family Bible study. With my children, had them all lined up on the couch, you know, and um, they're probably six, seven, and eight in that range, maybe mm-hmm. ten or under, and we're we're talking about the book of Jonah, you know, and I'm I'm the good dad leading the family Bible study, and uh, during the process of this, um, you know, talking about Jonah, trying to teach them about Jonah, I I don't remember what was going on they weren't giving me the right answers they weren't uh behaving they were supposed to be and all of a sudden it just something Mm -hmm. i just lashed out at them Mm -hmm. and it was right that part of jonah in that uh i think it's the fourth chapter jonah or the last chapter of jonah when when god asked jonah why are you so angry Mm -hmm. and honestly my wife at that point's uh, said to me, why are you so angry? Hmm. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. Wow. And I had to reflect and think, why, why am I so upset? Why am I so angry? Uh, I mean, we're doing a good thing. I'm trying to disciple my children. And yet my response was out of anger hmm. uh, toward them and um, that sent me on a whole different trek uh journey of saying, "Okay, God, what is up in my life is mm. it Is it the circumstances at work that I'm dealing with? Is it the relationship with my children mm. because they're not behaving the way I think they should? Is it mm. the relationship with my spouse that's um, uh, sp- spinning out of control because I'm working too much and not mm. being at home enough because uh, you know at that age in life uh, we have these lofty goals of man we're going to do this and mm. do this and sometimes our our family suffers and uh, so there were just a whole lot of things that and at that point n- not only did the, the holy spirit just knock me upside the head and said man you're angry mm. <laughs> And uh, you need to deal with this, and so mm. from that point on, uh man, God began to do some things in my life to try and help me curb that, help mm. me understand it a little bit better. and um so, but I, you know, even now, much many years later, I find, man, I am still, I can still fall into those traps, Satan. Mm has a way of luring us back in uh to that. And um so that that was the initial thing that really kind of got me started on this issue of anger and and personally trying to handle it and deal with it.
0: Yeah, and what I hear you saying is and I think this is it's uh it could be discouraging or encouraging. I think it's encouraging. Mm-hmm how many years ago was that moment where that really, your wife asked you like, Hey, why are you so oh angry? And that, and that started the journey. When, when was this?
1: Probably 30 years ago. <laughs>
0: so 30 years ago. Yeah. And here we are. And you're admitting right now, Hey, you know what? This is something even through COVID in the last six yeah. to nine months that I've I've seen try to resurface. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is that a lot of times gaining victory over sin issues in our life, it's a journey. Yeah. And it and, and you have you can have seasons of victory and where you're doing really well. And then because Satan's sly and sneaky, you can yes. go back to that old pathway and that old way really quick. Yes. And that's encouraging me because I you know it reminds me of is it first Corinthians ten, twelve and thirteen, maybe it says, So if you think you're standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this picture of like, look, you know, um, you know, I know Paul talks about it, he hasn't arrived. It's like um, that is that is a humbling and, and thing to acknowledge and to admit, OK, even if I'm living in victory and I feel like it's going really well, I'm capable of yeah. getting back to being a really angry person yeah. really quickly. Yes. And, yes. you know, that's well, it, it's interesting you say that I, I have been in the same boat. And so I'm, I'm sitting here listening, going, OK, I'm ready for you to teach me because. <laughs> I've been in my home and I don't know why Mm. I think, I I think, and I was curious, you'd mentioned a handful of things and I wondered if it was, was it one thing or was it multiple things all leading Mm. to that? You know, I don't know, but I've been there and and I feel like sometimes I, I know there's a spiritual warfare, I know, but the times I've been the angriest in my home have been when I've tried to read the Bible. It, yeah. There are moments when I'm trying to, and because they're all 10 and under. Yeah. And so there's moments where nobody's listening and they're <laughs> fighting and screaming or they're, you know, and you go through the patient game and you, and, yeah. and I don't know what it is about that, but, uh, that has been a challenge for me. And I'm, I'm in that, I'm, I'm where you were 30 years ago. I'm yeah. sitting there and I'm, and I'm okay, God help me and praise God. This actually in the last two months, we've had some great moments where we yes. got to read, Uh, but I have failed at times in that area and, and had anger where I lashed out and, and, you know, and here I am, I go from, and then I, after the situation, I'm like, how did I go from reading the Bible very (laughs) such a, like you said, good dad, I'm, (laughs) I'm hitting a home runner to like complete, like now I'm having to apologize to my children. Listen, daddy shouldn't have raised his voice like that. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Mm -hmm. How did this happen? Yeah. So I need you to teach me, Lynn, you know, um, so do you feel like, though, that it was, was it one thing or was it, was it multiple things in your life that kind of led to that pressure point?
1: Yeah. For, for me, uh, in the, I think the tendency, especially for my personality, uh, is, uh, multiple things. Yep. And then it gets to a place where, uh, it's just going to explode. Uh, I'm, uh, more like a, a, you know, a rumbling volcano and, uh, so, Uh, For, for family, for uh, family and friends and my associates, people I work with, um, they would be shocked uh, because they, you know, they would describe me as very peaceful, Mm. never seen Lynn angry. Uh, My wife would describe a different person, Mm. (laughs) unfortunately, because she sees those kind of uh, eruptions that, Mm. that happen and. The unfortunate thing, uh, the way that I uh, handle or have handled anger, is either one to lash out with words, mm. or to be to lock it down. Uh, my mm. wife says that I'm like a, a vault uh, sometimes, that I push things so uh, lock things so down that it's hard to to, to get in. So yeah. either I'm going to be when I'm angry, I'm going to be very quiet, mm. and, um, uh, and and kind of standoffish and, and leave. Or, the other side of that is uh, a, a verbal lashing of mm. some kind. And so, uh, knowing that for me that that is kind of the way that my anger kind of displays itself, uh, that has helped me understand. Okay. Uh, how, do, how do I process this? Uh, because one of the things you mentioned a while ago about, and, and uh, you know, is, is anger a sin? Well, no, it's mm. not. Mm. The way we process it can mm. be. Uh, it, anger, I really feel like, is something that's kind of supposed to flow through us <laughs> and not stay in us. So when, when we get angry, that it's something that we need to process mm. and and get out of, and I think Scripture is fairly clear uh, about that and how we deal with our anger. And um, because once it locks inside, once it clogs up the pipe, then that's when it becomes unhealthy. Mm. I mean, it it becomes and a, the explosive and the explosive or, and or, or
0: or really unfortunate choices that lead to devastating consequences. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know, um the I heard a story about a uh, a man who was working on his lawnmower one time and he was out there cranking on it cranking on it cranking on it and uh, finally he went in the house came back with his deer rifle and shot his <laughs> lawnmower about three times, you know. And uh <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the kind of explosive anger that yeah. I think males us, mm. me, uh, I can have sometimes. Yeah. And uh I can crank and crank and crank and then I get to a point that boom, something's going to happen.
0: Well, you said something I think's worth us kind of talking about a little bit more that anger, you, you feel like anger is designed to flow through us. Mm-hmm. You know, I find something interesting is that when you think about our emotions mm-hmm. and I think we sometimes make the mistake of if we see a reaction out of something, we deem that whole thing bad. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know if I'm making sense, but, uh, You know, like, for instance, you would see someone explode Mm -hmm. out of explosive anger, yelling, whatever, and you think, okay, anger, bad, right? Or Mm. or, um, fear, Mm -hmm. you know, and obviously there's scripture, you know, there is no fear in love. Perfect love drives out fear. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: However, there's also like. God gave us that emotion to get our attention if we're in a potential danger situation. Yes. Fear can be the thing that signals to our brain, hey, get out of this situation. Yeah. so fear in that context, good thing. yeah, you know, but obviously, you know we, we there's balance to that. But I do think it's worth I, I'm just observing and listening and I'm thinking that's a great truth to hang on to the fact that that anger, Cause that was one of the question I had rolling in my brain. How do I tell the difference? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know if it's right or wrong mm-hmm. anger, but maybe tell me if this is it's, how am I responding to that anger mm-hmm. that tells me the difference? That's yeah. my, that's my observance of if, if you know, there are things and like you said, the scripture, we see this, but there are things that, that anger is going to flow through. How am I responding to that? And maybe my response is going to help me determine whether or not that's a, you know, you hear the phrase righteous anger, right? Which the truth is that we probably only know that on the tiniest scales. Yes. If we're real honest, the anger we all deal with is the sinful anger. That's, but I do love how you said that, that it's flowing through you. How am I responding to that? Yeah. You know, the same thing with fear, right? Like how am I responding? If, if fears, you know, we, we did a podcast about evangelism with Tavares and it's like, Oh if, yeah. If, if I'm fear can be a something where in any conversation, actually, mm-hmm. you know, well, in, in the, let's go back to the example with my kids. If I, if I failed and raised my voice, I could be scared uh, to have to humble myself and kneel down and, and look my kid in the eye and say, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's fear in that. So it's either going to grip me or I'm going to have to be courageous and say, you know what? <laughs> I've got to be humble right yeah. now. I made a mistake. I got to own it. So I, I really like what you're saying about anger because, I think if we're all honest, we all experience anger. Yeah. If not on a daily basis, a weekly basis. Yeah. Right. Like this is something that's part of life. And so how do I deal with that? How do I pay attention to my response to that? Mm -hmm. Are there some things you've learned that when you feel that anger that you can recognize and and acknowledge like before you do anything that's going to cause you regret? Mm Mm-hmm are there some things that you've put into practice that help you slow down and say, okay, hold on. I'm feeling angry. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is it's okay to acknowledge that like, Hey, I'm angry right now. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you do? How do you, what are some tips on that?
1: Yeah. The some and, uh, for me, uh, one is to take a deep breath mm. <laughs> and, mm. uh, and kind of, uh, Two or three things that that have helped me. Uh, one is to catch myself, take a deep breath, cause um, some space between my emotion and my brain, because um, what what happens physically with me when I start to get angry? I mean, I can I can actually feel myself getting angry. Mm. I can feel my blood pressure go up, and I th- I think for guys, I mean, once once our blood pressure or our pulse uh, gets to about 100 beats a minute uh, I become irrational mm. so I know that uh, if I don't do something to slow my my thought pace, mm. my heart rate uh, to step back um, that I'm, I'm headed toward that explosion mm. you know I'm headed toward that. Um, a volcano that's 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 going to erupt. So my first inclination, and and for me, what has helped is worship songs mm. and Scripture mm. that uh, kind of start uh, when I when I can grab that space, that breath, that deep breath long enough. God has been faithful to either bring to memory a a, a chorus a worship song, um, uh, something that will remind me of a verse of scripture that he's sovereign, <laughs> even mm. over this, you know? And so for the, for the, for the first immediate response in that is to, to catch my breath and then try to say to myself, okay, what, what is God trying to do in this moment mm. of conflict? And what is he doing in the other person's life? Uh, that God, this may not be about me. It may about be about the other person on the other side of this conflict. And so, uh, God, you, I, I know what you're working on with me. It's peace, patience, it's perseverance, mm-hmm. it's uh, trying to understand. Uh, what is happening on, on the other side of the, mm. uh, the conflict here, the relationship, or the circumstance, maybe. Yeah. How, are you, how are you using this in a much bigger, broader picture yeah. than, than I'm in? And once I can kind of capture that side of my thinking, mm-hmm. then it, it's easier to de-escalate mm. um, my emotions mm. of anger. Yeah. uh and so that's been that's been a, a, a big help for me um a, a friend of mine wrote a book uh that uh i i remember a a, a paragraph or two about and uh it, it's called warrior's keep by the oh. way <laughs> oh, come on and uh in one of the chapters uh justin you wrote about taking every thought captive Mm. And uh, uh, and that's one of my questions that that I wanted to kind of throw in the pot because the 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 phrase that stuck out to me that I remember about your book is that when you take every thought captive, you own it. Mm. I never thought about that before, mm. and so when when you own it, you you take it captive, and then. Um, you know, what do you, what do you do with it? And I, I and you may have to help me talk back through this and, and you're thinking of it, but when, when you own it, you can make it obedient to Christ maybe. Am I, yeah, am I you know, saying that's... that even anywhere correctly? You know, and, I, um, yeah. So I, and I, I know you wrote the book that your book on a whole different slant, but it, the application for that in anger also,
0: yeah, and, and certainly because the, the, anger is so minimal. Yes, and and I I think anger would fall under that that you know take every thought captive. Uh huh. It is it is interesting to me, and it and that's so encouraging to hear you say that because you do. And I I had these times in my life where you feel almost at the mercy of whatever thoughts come in your mind. Oh, or emotions. Yes. And it doesn't have to be like this. Yeah. And you're right that that if I'm if I own them, I choose what to do with them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like I can throw them out, mm-hmm. or make an unwise decision of dwelling on them. If it's not, you know, yeah, if it's not helpful and I'm not processing those things right, then then yeah, that ownership thing was really big for me, and and just to know, and it was encouraging to me to know that I'm I do have a choice in the matter. Yeah, and God designed our, you know, when it, when it say God, you know, God created. Us, sometimes we just skip. I think sometimes we over spiritualize stuff. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean like we, we just don't acknowledge just the, the way God designed our brains, our bodies, uh, and even in, in acknowledging how he equipped us to battle against sin and temptation. Right. It's fascinating. I mean, honestly, you mentioned the breathing thing. It's really interesting. I had a conversation this morning with a young man and we're, uh, we're walking through, you know, just, you know, how to stay sexually pure, you know, how, how do you, and uh, there's a, um, there's an app out called the freedom fighters mm. and you can walk through. It's just another resource and it's great. Um, we had this guy on the podcast, Ted shimmer wrote the, he wrote a book oh, yeah. to kind of go in conjunction with it, mm. but it's a really helpful tool and it just walks through and you watch these little five minute videos. And one of them was about, um, he has this phrase called brace and it's to help deal when you feel the temptation. But his first step was, guess what? Guess what the bee's for breathing. Mm -hmm. He said, the first thing is to take a four second, excuse me, just inhale like a big deep breath with Mm -hmm. your diaphragm. Yeah. Like not chest breathing, diaphragm breathing, slow through your nose, inhale for four seconds, exhale for five or four seconds. And I find that fascinating that, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you say that I'm, I'm that's, it's a connection to, there is something to that. He, He got into some really cool things about the prefrontal, part of your brain uh that, you know, is your, I wish I, I I need to, this stuff's really fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's the ones that, it's your reasoning, right? Like that's, that's the part of your brain that's like helping make choices. But the problem is there's other parts of your brain that can override that. Mm -hmm. And anger is one of those, Mm -hmm. right? Like it'll just, it'll just cut out and override all your reasoning. Yeah. And the deep breath is designed and intended to help you re-engage the reasoning part of your brain. To say, hold on now. Uh-huh. If I go down this road, there might be some consequences that I don't necessarily want to have to deal with. Like that's not fun, right? Or here's some goals I have. Like, those are the two things he he talked about helping. Like the goals you have for your life and the consequences, and being aware of those things. That was really fascinating to me because you're right. In different context, just taking a breath. That's what I mean by over spiritualized. Because like, well, God designed our bodies to where literally when we take a deep breath. This is happening. Yeah. It allows you to just stop, not react. It gives you a moment to even consider how you are going to respond to that given situation, that given anger that you feel, that given whatever the temptation is. For our context, we're talking about anger. But if I'm always just responding, 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 how do we ever have a shot? Yeah. And so I just find it really, really neat. Uh, And to your point about the take every thought captive, It gives you a chance to do that in the midst of that. Four seconds is a long time. Yeah. If we pause for four seconds, it's going to get awkward for the listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Did I lose the sound? What happened? Right. Right? Like that's a significant amount of time. But what I love about it is it it gives you a chance to remind, be reminded of these truths, Mm
1: -hmm. be
0: reminded of even past failures of, okay, last time I felt this. Yeah. So to your point, so I've had those moments reading the Bible to my children. The good news is, I feel like God God is teaching me. I'm learning, and I remember uh, it's funny because my wife and I almost uh, it's become comical. But we were in the car the other day, and and it was not going good. Yeah. Just (laughs) you know, it just wasn't going good, and I could tell. I was you know everything you're describing. I was feeling it inside of me. I'm getting angry. I'm not saying anything at this moment. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there, but I just decided. I just took a deep breath. Just. And my wife, you know, I'm over here just breathing and, and she, she looks at me. And she just smiles and laughs because, but she understood what was going right. on. And I think we've learned like sometimes you just got to take a deep breath. Yeah. And it's amazing how God will utilize that and how he designed our bodies for that to be a very beneficial thing in life. Yeah. And we don't practice. I mean, so that's one thing that I find really interesting right now. Yeah. This is the second time today. there oh, been an wow. emphasis on breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with different things, and yeah. yet there's some wisdom there. Yeah, and I love that. It's practical. It's you know, it's. I mean,
1: yeah. I the the taking a that deep breath for me. Yes, sir. Will change my response mm-hmm. it, it, if I if I let it. <laughs> yes. I can take that deep breath, and what it 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 gives me enough time. Yes. To. Change my response from my tongue <laughs> overriding and saying something I don't want to say to uh, something something less that's mm. that's de-escalating yes uh, toward the the person that I'm that I'm talking to I I don't know if I'm making myself clear but I know that in, in the like when we get into arguments the first few seconds, first minute, the first couple of minutes of an argument, if we start out that argument mm-hmm. the wrong way, yep. it it goes the wrong way. Yep. And but if I can start it out on a better tone. Yes. A, a better tone that comes out of my mouth mm. um then that conversation is gonna take a whole different route. Something that could be ended in a few minutes instead of an all-day mm. battle, <laughs> you know?
0: You know, No, I love that word, de-escalate. It reminds me of the proverb. I can't remember what proverb this is. I think it's 15, maybe one. I don't know. Uh, uh-huh. A gentle answer uh, yes. turns away wrath. Exactly. But a harsh word yeah. is exactly what you're saying. A yes. harsh word is going to stir up anger. When you go into that argument with harshness, yes. it's just going to increase. It's going to escalate all of it. Yes. But a gentle answer Turns away, I have to confess, there was a moment in time in my marriage. Uh, it was a couple years back. It was probably five or six years ago. I remember I was so angry. Mm. It was one of those moments. I mm-hmm. was so angry. And I, I, uh, Brooke, went upstairs. I was downstairs, something with the kids and I was walking up and it's the spirit of God put the thought in my mind. Do not walk in and say these words. Hmm do not do this. Like you just, I just, yeah, it's not a it's just a strong sense of that thought. I think that's, you know, people say, God told me that's kind of how I interpret what they're trying to communicate. The spirit of God puts thoughts in our minds, right? Like that's right. This was a, this was a thought he put in my brain. Like you are about to do something really unwise. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. And I didn't listen. I walked in, I said the words and I watched the, the reality of Proverbs 15 one play out in the negative way. Right. Like, oh, oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, I spoke a harsh word, and it it stirred up anger. And I yeah. was like, and it, and you know what's funny? God, you know, my wife was not in the wrong. I, I'll be honest with you. It was as as soon as I saw her get angry, mm-hmm. it's as if I heard him say, "You fool! Yeah. Mm-hmm. When are you gonna listen to what I'm trying to tell you? Know, it's like you here's my words right here, and you you did exactly the opposite. And on the flip side, the good news is. Uh, since then I've tried to learn and you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath. Yes. It's amazing how that can, to your point, de-escalate yes. that situation. Yeah. Now I like what you're saying because one thing I hear you communicating is that, uh, you know, you talked about a, uh, you used a phrase moment of conflict, which that's really interesting to me because what I hear you saying is in, if anger is happening, there is conflict somewhere going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think early in the podcast you mentioned, you know that there's, you know, some unhealthy ways to deal deal with this, but there's also healthy ways. Mm-hmm. And what I appreciate about what you're saying is when I when I do some simple things, take a deep breath, reflect on scripture, worship. When I do these things, it allows me to think about not just where I am in the picture, but the other person that's involved in this conflict. Yeah. And thus, you know, because a lot of times when it does come to angry situations, a lot of times things do get crazy and then people leave and no one ever talks about those things. So what's really neat about what you're explaining is it gives people an opportunity to, to make peace. You know, I think about, you know, Jesus blessed are the peacemakers. Exactly. I don't think peacemakers are absent and free from anger. Mm-hmm. They just know how to channel it correctly. Yes. Right. Exactly. It, they, they have learned in wisdom Anger. I've got to acknowledge I'm angry, but how? Okay, why am I angry? Mm -hmm. To your point, you know, and is this something just in my own foolishness that I've got to deal with, Mm -hmm. or is there something happening that's outside of my control that is angry to me? And if that's true, what's what's a way I can do it in in which is going to resolve and making peace with people? Maybe there is a situation that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, One of the maddest I get in my home. Other than that, honestly. So I thought I thought that the this is funny. I just realized this. Okay. I thought the maddest I could ever get was when one of my children hurt each other. Oh, uh huh. Cause if they hit each other and it's intentional and it's mm-hmm. mean and then mm-hmm. I'm it just it angers me. Like that is a really I'm not and I'm again, I'm I mean, I'm just I can feel it in my heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's like so devastating. And so then I, you know, we discipline, I I talk to him and say, Listen, you know, you have to understand that, you know, this I, I want you to learn to love anyway, that. And I thought that was until I saw one of my children hurt my wife. Oh, you know, and it was an accident. Yeah. I mean, it was here's what happened. Well, I, I won't get into detail because I love my kids. And the day they listen, it's not, you know, Yes. but one of them out of anger just kind of flailed a, a leg out towards mama. Oh, but it hit her knee. Uh huh. And, you know, now she's on the ground. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if and I'm like, OK, hold up. And that—that's when I realized, okay, this is when I get the best. <laughs> like, look, y'all can hurt each other. You go yeah. hurt my wife. You're no longer. By the way, you hurt my wife. It's not even about your mom anymore. Forget yes. it. She's my wife now. Y'all didn't hurt my wife, and it's all like we—we <laughs> we got problems. Yeah. And so I thought that was funny. Obviously, afterwards I was laughing about that as God kind of helped me see that. Uh, and I thought that was really funny. But I think why I thought of those situations was that was something that did need to be dealt with. Yes. I couldn't just say, oh, well, you know, it's okay. No, that's not okay. Right. Like, we've got to talk about this. We've got to deal with this because I need y'all to understand you better not ever hurt mama. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all y'all got to yep. understand that. Yep. Y'all going to get in some fights with each other. We can deal with that. But you go hurt mama. Now we got real issues. Yes. So they need to know. So I just appreciate what you're saying because it's in, when it comes to these types of emotions, I feel like, and, you know, you mentioned men, we're, we're really bad at hiding stuff. Yeah. And so we kind of put it under the shelf, we kind of bury it mm-hmm. and then we end up like you, uh, it comes out in a very explosive way because we, it's just bottled up ready to, you know. And so I think it's wise to, to acknowledge that, okay, th- these emotions are normal. We all feel them. It's okay to acknowledge it. And it actually helps me to then process it and deal with it in a correct way. That's actually yes. going to benefit not only me, but others around me. Yes. And it's amazing how anger is one of those things that can have, it can have some devastating consequences. Yes. Um, I want to ask you this. You mentioned some scriptures that you, that God's really using your life. Do you have some favorite ones that God's used to help you? Uh, So you did take a deep breath. You felt anger. You wanted to deal with it properly. So you take a deep breath and then what scriptures come to your mind.
1: Yeah. Uh, And and, I appreciate you mentioned the Proverbs one because that, that is one of the keys. Mm. Uh, Did I, is it fifteen for one? Is I that it? I think so. I know it's fifteen. I'll something. check it for us real quick. Um, and then uh, one of the uh, uh, there are two or three passages which have have really helped me. And in, in you went uh, you you use the passage uh, about peacemakers out of um, Matthew five, Sermon on the Mount. Well, there's a whole, you know, <laughs> Jesus in, in a. 15 minute sermon hit all these oh, topics and one of those is anger mm. and dealing with anger and what is and how God judges anger mm. I mean he basically said that, man if you you lose it <laughs> towards somebody and call the, you know call them a name you know verbal abuse that it, you're going to be judged for that mm. and uh but he he also went on to talk about uh, and just the priority mm. of um Uh, what I want to say is our horizontal relationships Mm. uh, with people as opposed to our vertical relationship with him because he said, man, if you get to the altar and you're coming there and you're worshiping and you're asking forgiveness and it comes to your mind that you've had a conflict with somebody that's unsettled. He said, you Mm. need to leave that uh, sacrifice on the altar. You go settle that other relationship first and then you come back and Mm. worship. He, he he wants us to change our whole perspective of how important uh, personal relationships are when it comes to, to anger. He mm. holds those up, mm. uh, if if not uh, higher than our yeah. relationship with him in some respects. And so that passage in Matthew has been been a, a, a mm. really good passage to to that's to awesome. keep me grounded and that's really good. Uh, you know, the, because one of the things I think, if I if I really understand kind of God's leading, that sometimes conflict conflict will either uh, destroy your worship, or it's it could possibly help grow your worship. Hmm. I mean, out of conflict could come a, a Relationship with somebody else that you would go, God, thank you. Mm. I thank you for the opportunity. We have been through this Mm. and now you are glorified because we've settled Mm. this. And it's that's good. um, So, there, I I think there's that perspective of it. The uh, one of the Psalms, Psalms 100, that talks about, uh, you know, uh, You'll enter my uh, gates with thanksgiving and my courts with praise and and if we are if we are made in His image, then uh, and we, we we this ties in with that verse in Proverbs about uh, you know how we respond if if intimacy with God and getting into His courts comes with thanksgiving and praise, then probably for me the best way to get in to my heart is going to be with words of thanksgiving or praise to start out with mm. instead of some hostile mm. uh hurtful right. phrase wow. or word and so that uh that passage that, and then in ephesians chapter four there's a there's a really good passage in there that talks about um relationships and bitterness and anger you know how to how do we get that out of, uh, have victory in our lives mm. over those things? And uh, uh, again, it goes back, uh, probably bottom line, forgiveness. Mm. Uh, it, it when When we can go through a conflict and get to the point of forgiveness, and to the level of forgiveness that it doesn't come back and rattle around in my brain, mm. I don't bring it back up, yeah. but I can walk away and say, I have truly forgiven, and we may not have forgotten, but we have forgiven uh, mm. someone, then we have reached a whole different level mm. of processing our anger uh, that that I think God wants for us.
0: That's so good, and I I love those perspectives, and I love the wisdom of the Scriptures that God's given us, and I love how instructive His Word is. Oh, my, yeah. And, and I love how He knows us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He knows we're going to deal with these things. And I love what you've, the perspective you've brought through. I mean, I'll, I'll remember this, you know, that anger is designed to flow through us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's we're going to experience these emotions. How do we deal with them? Mm-hmm. And I, I think of, I had to look this one up. I, I had the second half memorized, but Ecclesiastes 7 9. Uh-huh. Uh, do not be quickly provoked in your spirit. For anger resides in the lap of fools. Oh, and that one's always God's really rebuked me often. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when I, that story is like you fool. Yeah. Anger resides in the lap of fools. And, you know, the foolishness of it that I'm realizing through this conversation is that it, it causes me to miss out on some really neat opportunities. Yes. If anger is the thing driving me, I'm going to miss out on some really neat Mm. things God has for me. Yes. And all on my own doing. I'd never really seen it from that angle, right? That's really fascinating. I think very true, because to your point, how we respond matters and how we treat people matters. Yeah. And God's very concerned with that. And you're right. I mean, that's such a great observation for him to say, no, you know what? That's more important than this right now. Mm. You go do that. Then you can come do this. I just, I love that. I think it helps me get my attention that there is a wise way to deal with anger and there is uh, an unwise and a foolish way. Yes. And hopefully and prayerfully we we've covered, I know I've learned some from you, some wise way to handle it. A, just acknowledge it's okay. Mm -hmm. B, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. C, reflect on some truth of God's word. Yeah. And you know, I think all of that helps me to know what to do next. Yes. I mean, is that fair to say that there's, there's usually going to be now if it's an internal thing that that's that, that maybe you're dealing with and God mm-hmm. just He's asking you to wrestle with that on your own. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like with anger a lot of times it, it's going to lead us if we process all that correctly. There's probably a conversation to be had or forgiveness to be asked. I mean, there's some something yes or forgiveness to be granted. Listen, I, yes. I you know I think of the verse you know make every effort to live at peace with all men exactly. It doesn't mean that the implication is I may not be at peace with everyone, but have I made the effort,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which the challenging part to to me on that is if uh, sometimes if someone wrongs us, that can obviously be an angry thing. The crazy thing about that verse is I can't sit back angry telling God, Hey, they haven't asked for forgiveness yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't see that exception in that verse. Like, <laughs> like you got to make every effort. Yes even if even in hard situations like that. So to your point, it's like if I can do all these things and it can and I can get to this point, even if that person legitimately did something wrong to me, mm-hmm. I'm still able to go and say, "Listen, this happened. I know what happened or we I know we've talked about this. I just want you to know I forgive you." Mm. That I'm not cuz oftentimes in those situations it's almost like we want to demand an apology exactly. before we can ever say, "Hey, you know, it's like we're waiting for that. It's like that first doesn't So I love that. Um, Is there anything else you wanna share, just things you've learned, um, just about wise ways to deal with anger or foolish ways? Anything else that you wanna be sure you share with our listeners?
1: Right off the top of my head, uh, I I can't think of anything, you know, the um, getting to the place of not responding, you know, taking the breath, Thinking of a proper response, uh, maybe it definitely doing it in the right environment. Mm-hmm. Environment, not in front of our kids. Wow, that's good. <laughs> maybe not in yep. front of you know a host of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the the place where you uh, that confrontation might happen, mm. you want to be it. You know, you want that to be in a private mm. private space too. Um, and then allow God to work, work in that. Mm. And uh, sometimes it may take some time, but you know, again, uh, in I think it's in uh, Ephesians where we're not supposed to let, uh, you know, the sun go down on our anger. Mm -hmm. So uh, give it some time, but don't give it way too much time.
0: That's good. You know, we do uh, marriage counseling and uh, the premarital counseling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, we use Prepare and Enrich, which I I really like their yep. material. It's great. And they have that sheet that's the 10 steps to resolving conflict, mm-hmm. right? And one of them is – well, the step one is identify the mm-hmm. conflict. And this, I think step two is set a time and place to talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of wisdom. And what I hear you say that's it, really neat is a lot of times when I'm angry about a situation – it may not be the time to talk about it. I Correct. may need some time to kind of cool down, to have some process, and to have some thoughts, kind of real, and really step back and see the bigger picture, or whatever it is I need to do. But to your point, I like I like what you're saying that I've, I've got to figure out what you know, where do I go from here? And when I when I put these steps into place, it allows me to kind of have that window of time, and and then when I make that commitment, okay, hey, you know, can we talk about this situation, or can, hey, can we meet up? tonight or if it's possible, like you said, if, if at all possible, let's meet today. Um,
1: yeah. And, and Justin, one thought that you, that just occurred too, is that in that conflict, um, what part of it do I own? Mm. Uh, because if you're in a conflict, part of it's you, That's yours. exactly right. And I, and I've got to figure out what part of this, is me. That's right. What part of this have I caused? That's right. And um, and identify that and be ready to confess that and own that's up, right. up to my part of that.
0: Well, and because that whole make every effort live at peace, I think that's a great way of making every effort. If you can think mm-hmm. through, even if you have a small, even if, okay, maybe any way you have contributed to it confession of that to the, uh, you know, tell us, Hey, listen, man, I, I gotta tell you something, you know, I feel like I dropped the ball in this area or whatever uh-huh. you're going to say. man that's really going to soften the blow to whatever it is that <clears throat> you're coming to them. You know, that yes. what, I, I think that's, that is a gentle answer. It's, it's a general response uh-huh. and it kind of puts you both in the, look, I, I've messed up. I feel like we're in the you know, whatever, however that conversation goes, but I'm with you. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that and that was, that's on there too. It's funny. I always tell those couples like, look, when you come, when it comes to conflict, you're never going to say like when you're in your marriage, okay, Hey, we're having a conflict. Let's get out our 10 steps to resolving conflict and go through that sheet. However, yeah. however, what you, I hope we'll do is remember some of these. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one of them list ways you each contribute to the problem. Yes. Cause most people are like, hold up. I don't have any ways I've contributed to the problem, <laughs> but there probably is. if yep. you think about it. There is. And so that's, um, that's good, man. Well, Lynn, I, I'm so grateful for you, man. And I'm so appreciative of you being honest. I enjoy the conversation. It's healthy for me because I'm, you know, I'm at a season of life where, you know, I am, I'm, I'm, paying attention. I'm, I'm seeing situations where I'm getting angry and I'm going, okay, I, you know, and so learning and growing in these areas is, is really healthy and good. And I appreciate you being honest. It helps me and our listeners learn. And I feel like you've given a lot of practical advice to how to channel that correctly how to deal with it correctly, how to pay attention and give myself some space, give my brain a chance to think mm. about how I want to really respond to this situation. Yeah. Uh, and that's all really good. So thank you so much.
1: Man, privilege to be here, Justin. Thank you.
0: Well, guys, thanks so much for listening in. Uh, we appreciate it. And until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to one another, connected to the local church, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.